Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday afternoon. I'm so excited to be speaking to Cruzy McCalligan this afternoon. How are you doing, Cruz? I am doing very well, Noreen, in the countdown to Christmas. Yes. I'm feeling pretty positive, actually. How about you? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Have you done all your sort of um, Christmas shopping? Um, because the, the, the topic you're going to talk about is, is slightly related because it's a popular choice in it our is, household yeah. um, as a Christmas <laughs> gift. So I thought I'd segue yeah. into that. Um, I haven't finished it, so um, I think I'll need oh. to be picking up some last-minute stocking fillers. Nothing, you know, big, but maybe a few oranges dragon fruit maybe just to fill the stocking nice, nice. <laughs> something that's that you can consume idea. yes yeah that's a great idea actually as i call you i don't know if you want to visualize this i am sitting surrounded by all my christmas gifts from my family and friends and um i'm not a good packer wrapper person so i'm not looking forward to wrapping everything up if i'm being honest but yes but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about something I have gotten for some Christmas presents, actually, which is pajamas. Very pajamas. good. <clears throat> now, do you wear go pa- ahead. do you wear pajamas to bed, or is it something that um, that you've sort of you know as we as we age as we grow up we, we, we wear? <laughs> we age, yeah. Do you yeah. wear PJs to bed? Okay, so this is something. Yeah, I think this is one of the reasons I want to talk about it because I think it's quite funny, actually. So. <laughs> I think once upon a time, I, I've i never really worn pajamas. I've always been someone that my sleeping clothes are basically clothes that no longer should ever see the light of day, like pants that are so soft and worn, they're basically falling, falling apart, like T-shirts, which are like proper ratty, you know, like things that have been so worn down and comfortable yes, that you can wear them to bed. That's okay? music to my ears. I'm the same. <laughs> my my sleeping clothes are basically old clothes, that old T-shirts yeah, I used to walk <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, there you go. There, there. You've had a good run. Now you can rest with me. Um, but yeah, but actually, I have to admit that recently um, in One Shy Market, I bought myself a set of pajamas, like cotton PJs. Oh, fancy. Um, they like, do good ones like, there. Yeah, they, I mean, they're not particularly fancy. They're very One Shy Market pajamas, but they were really comfy, like cotton PJs. And it kind of revolutionized me and I've kind of like settled into it a bit and been like, pajamas are a delight. Um, <clears throat> and so I have gotten a few sets of pajamas for gifts for family this year, um, also from One Chai Market. But um, <clears throat> I wanted to think about it a little bit more because they are quite funny, aren't they? And then it's such a funny thing because, okay, when you when you think of pajamas, what comes to mind? Like, it's not usually like... For like me, a, it's like, like a checkered kind of yeah, 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 like a goofy fun print or something, oh, right? Like yeah. not like a. When we talk about pajamas, I'm not talking like lacy little stuff, hot, hot no, pants, no, <laughs> and a little uh, cami top, right? Like I'm not. That's not the kind of pajamas I'm talking about. I'm talking about the full suit, right? Like matching Completed pants, with the matching hat. Shirt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With a hat, but but no. Anyway, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to talk about with pajamas. But the funny thing is, they're they're incredibly. What we wear to bed is so incredibly private. Like if I'm in my pajamas, which essentially are just clothes, right? And it's kind of like late in the evening, and maybe there's someone. There's a, like a delivery downstairs from my building. Um, I'll tell. I'll I'll say to my husband. I'll be like, I can't go. I'm in my pajamas. as if that makes any difference like why would it be a problem walking down a few sets of stairs and like opening a door you know (laughs) I'm like I can't go I'm in my pajamas like as if that means that I'm like he's like you could put 
some other clothes on. I'm like, no, once you put the pajamas on, they mustn't come off again until the morning, you know? <laughs> um, so I think it's quite funny, but I wanted to look into it a little bit and a bit of the history of pajamas. Um, so it's quite an interesting history, to be honest. Um, basically, pajamas have always been designed, well, have been designed as loose, and I don't think we'd argue with this definition, loose, comfortable sleepwear that would somewhat protect the wearer's modesty while keeping them warm. Okay, so this is probably another reason that pajamas aren't super common. Well, I've never really worn them in Hong Kong. It's because it's quite hot at night most of the year, right? You're not really going to get all rugged up into long sleeve PJs, are you? Because you get all overheated. Um, but then, so then we talk about pajamas. So they have this idea of being, you know, cozy, um, cozy garments that we wear. Quite baggy um, as well. I baggy. Think. Yep, yes. yep. Loose fitting. Loose fitting. Um, and actually, they can be traced back all the way to the Ottoman Empire, where the Hindi word pajama referred to the covering of the leg with wide fit trousers that fastened with a tie string waist. Oh, Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. Hey, Jama, that's where we get the... Yeah, a, a Hindu word. Yes, a Hindi word. And then um, this is this was often um, teamed with a, like, of course, there's going to be a colonial element in there, right? So this was teamed with a long tunic that British colonials coveted that this exotic style um, as preferable to their usual nightshirts. So before this, before the British um, uh, recognized this... Uh, pajama these wide-fitting trousers they were just wearing like long night shirts and i know this is a silly thing to think of but whenever i think of this particular thing i'm thinking of like ebenezer scrooge from a christmas carol like in like a long night shirt with long sleeves do you know what i mean and then one of those long hats the, the hats do they have like a little bob at the like a little ball yes. at the <laughs> yes so they, they brought these they brought these night shirts back to the western world as this emblem of high culture and um, that they discovered they discovered pajamas. Um, and in some time, uh, somewhere in this time, the term pajama became commonplace and started denoting a soft two set of jacket style top and trousers. So it evolved. Now, pajamas in the 18th and 19th century, um, Western shapes were streamlined in the early 1900s. So um, this is what was happening. You were lifting hemlines slightly and introducing a wider range of fabrics, cotton, flannel, silk. And offering more coverage than a nightshirt, they could be sported as both sleepwear and loungewear. Um, yes, increasing loungewear. the design. That's loungewear. what they call them these days, not pajamas. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's really depressingly um, a lockdown generation, right? Like that's just like COVID lockdowns and people spending time at home. It makes it sound a lot less depressing to say you're in loungewear than I've been spending in my two PJs. Weeks in my pajamas, yeah. right? Um, now. <clears throat> Patriarchal standards prevented women from wearing trousers in the 1800s, and a new century in the rise of the women's suffrage movement meant that ladies could start having this look for themselves. And they countered the androgynous shape with bright patterns and lace trimmings and um, uh, a contrast between, you know, um, voluminous legs of these pants, these loose pants with kind of tighter waists and things like that. And they say that Coco Chanel was thought to be one of the first designers to create pajamas, especially for women, and encourage them to be worn both inside and out of the house. And she even created beach pajamas, which is a subversion of private clothing, which was very controversial at first, but grew in popularity as high society began to travel. And it's really funny because I can, I, I don't, I've never worn that, but I, I can visualize what they mean by that, that kind of like loungy two-piece suit, like linen kind of suit 
I guess, in pajama style that a woman's wearing on like Côte d'Azur in the French Riviera or something. You know what I mean? I can see it, even though I've never experienced it. Um, I'm and just then, doing course, a quick Google search to see what it kind of, wow. Beach wow. pajamas. Yeah. Very glamorous. It yeah. is. I, I, that's not pajama. I'd wear that out. Probably. <laughs> well, that's what they did. Um, and then, um, so then we go to pajamas in the mid to late 19th century. And although pajamas had mostly returned to the home by the mid 19th century, they continued to diversify by drawing once again on other cultures. And now that women had gotten into the action and they were allowed to wear pajamas, <laughs> um, there was like silk shirts and short styles which were being adopted from Chinese and Indian di- uh, Indian diasporas and um, which were booming in popularity. So people were kind of looking around the world for kind of some style cues. And um, we even have the introduction of a baby doll style that was introduced in the 1940s. This was a feminine sleeveless mock top with frill shorts that could be left plain or embellished, blah, 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 which is pretty cool. Um and so we have this thing where the idea of pajamas as a display of sexuality coincided with the 1960s demand for matching bras and panties. Ooh. So underwear that was expected to be seen by somebody other than its wearer, which is such a funny thing because I think, I think maybe what happens maybe in a marriage is you stop or like when you, when you're single, the pajamas or nightwear I've had, when I haven't been, like, you know, when I've been, like, dating someone has always been a lot more exciting than <laughs> the ratty T-shirt. Not the old, and, yeah, not the old, old clothes. <laughs> yeah, not the old clothes and the moth-eaten pants, right? Um, you know what I mean? And now, you know, like, I'm in, like, full, I mean, I think I bought some pajamas in the day that are, like, full-on pajama suits with various species of dogs printed on them <laughs> mine has a mine has a built-in hood as well so it's kind of fused what the hat like? yeah and and big pockets that's always popular if in case you want to put any ointments or any no, tissue in there gosh i sound like my grandma now <laughs> pockets you can't go wrong oh, that's so funny that's oh actually we were talking before about nightcaps which we were saying, you know, that kind of that really long, oh, yeah. almost comical hat. Now, these were actually intended to keep people's heads warm. But the reason they had their long, pointy shape is because they were long enough to also be worn as a scarf, but not too long that they posed a choking hazard. Can you imagine? Wow, I did not know that. That's... Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I just yeah, thought they I mean, were I sort think... of, you know, t- uh, kind of like Christmassy hats. Um, and yeah, then somebody, they look a bit, they don't do, they? Yeah, they do. I think you know this is another thing that I think, at the risk of sounding like a little old lady, I'll also say I've always sworn by um, if I'm having a tickly throat, I've got a bit of a sore throat coming on. You know that feeling when your glands are all a bit ouchy. I've always sworn by going to sleep with a scarf on, actually, which um, to keep your neck warm, and You're it always makes me feel right. better. Yes, my <laughs> my grandma always says that the points that you need to keep warm are your neck, your shoulders. I hope the listeners have a pen writing all this down. Yeah, yeah. The neck, the shoulders, and the knees, and the ankles. Oh, the knees. Yeah. Wow, okay. Look That's at that it. infinite wisdom. Um, they learn something every week from us, don't they, really? Um, anyway, um, so, okay, now if we look to, um, so, okay, so we look at the, the 1960s, as I mentioned, and you've got that demand for matching bras and knickers and stuff like that. And then um, what we see is, lace and bows and fancy embroidery which became really typical at the time in the 60s and this got really exemplified in designs such as those of christian dior with flowing chiffon layers and silk gowns 
that started blurring the boundaries between sleepwear and lingerie. And, um, and of course, uh, uh, traditional flannel pajamas maintain their popularity amongst all genders. And these became this really classic, like we said, a classic Christmas gift, right? That denotes the coming of colder winter weather because you're going to be in your nice, cozy flannel pajamas. Um, so I think that's quite sweet. Um, now, pajamas from the 2000s onwards, which is an interesting thing because we now have athleisure and um, that's, you know, with our kind of paparazzi prone celebrity culture, pajamas seem to be um, trending in the same direction as that beach pajamas boom that happened in the 1930s. So uh, nowadays we're much more likely to nip to the shops in our pajama bottoms than we were decades earlier. And we often quite enjoy those kind of loose cotton jumpsuits or flannel tops as a way to enjoy uh, like a little dose of bedtime comfort even when we're working. Um, but of course, this isn't um, to everybody's taste. And, um, you know, there's, um, I've seen articles of people like being quite scandalous of parents who drop their kids off at school while wearing their pajamas, mm. which I actually say all power to you. The time you would save. <laughs> right when you've got young kids to just take them to school in their pajamas um <laughs> it'd be amazing right that'd just be um i mean some schools actually have a, a, um, a dress casual day every day i wonder i mm. mean maybe with some fancy and nowadays with some pajamas they've got some fancy patterns so why not I'd yeah tell. i definitely know my children have gone to play dates before wearing pajamas <laughs> 100% they have. I know that. I I've just been like, I'm going to pick my battles, and if they're not going to take them off, you're just going to wear them, I guess. Oh, that's terrible. I, I'm sure mine have too, because I give them old clothes as their pajamas as well. The tradition, <laughs> the tradition lives on. But they're so they're so comfortable, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's that it's that comforting thing, and I think it's quite a funny thing. But I also I do just love this idea um, of it being like the privacy of pyjamas, because I find them a little bit ridiculous in a really brilliant way. Like, I think ridiculous things are fantastic. And I think, like, putting on a silly set of pyjamas, whether you're a man or a woman or, um, you know, like, non-binary, whatever it is, I think that they're just so... It's liberating, mm. you know? It's a bit of fun and it's a bit of silliness. And, and I love the idea that that becomes this private thing in people's homes, that they... At night, they have their, their checkered, striped, patterned, polka-dotted, printed, graphic um, pajamas on. Yeah, um, totally. Um, one thing that the pajamas has sort of evolved into, um, have you noticed, is the onesie. I've seen people with just onesie suits, and, and they look really cute and cuddly. I, I think it'll be great for movie night. But sometimes I wonder about the practical the yeah. side of things. Those because... are not people who pee in the night, right? <laughs> exactly. I was just <laughs> thinking that. You took the words out of my... How do they... Yeah. They must not pee in the nighttime, because otherwise yeah. you have to strip down and it's cold, and it's just not very... Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they just have to maintain that they're cozy but dehydrated. You know what I mean? Like it's, a, it's, a, it's a... <laughs> they walk a fine line. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, anyway, but this is this is this is a quote I was sort of um, thinking about, which I thought was quite funny, which was from Bob Newhart, um, which is about a really classic, so classic cinema before we were allowed to show pretty much anything on TV, right? And things had to be kind of suggested. Um, Bob Newhart said. He remembered seeing a movie with Jose Ferreira and Rosemary Clooney where they were husband and wife and they got in bed together 
and he had on polka dot pajamas and she had on striped pajamas. And when they got up the next morning, he had on the striped pajamas and she had on the polka dot pajamas. And for the time, that was considered super racy. <laughs> wow. Isn't that charming? <laughs> That's so funny. funny. I'm just thinking, uh, well, in in that case, have you got a few racy PJs lying around? I've got a few stripy and polka dotty ones. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) You know, one person I do think that has a lot to answer for, though, when it comes to pajamas is probably Hugh Hefner. Um, I mean, he has hundreds of pairs of pajamas, and there's something that's not as... His silk pajamas are not... They're not what I would look for in a partner. (laughs) Just when he's wearing... (laughs) burgundy silken pajama suit at all hours of the day yeah um he definitely yeah, wears his pajamas out yeah he definitely does right he's always in his pajamas um but i guess it's a literally the level of confidence right like self-confidence that's true and and also um not to mention his playmates as well but their pajamas are not really pajamas they're, uh-huh. they're really they'd short. Be defined as, yeah, yeah i think they would be defined as loungewear yeah. Loungewear, uh, exotic loungewear, exotic loungewear, exactly. Yeah, pajamas. Pajamas is is a great topic, Cruz, and it's also a really great um, present for 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 Christmas, um, because people will use it. I mean, well, given that you you know that person well, I mean, it's a bit of an odd choice to give to I don't know somebody like a colleague or something. Like, I don't think I'd be giving Phil PJs. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like Phil is someone who would wear PJs. Wouldn't he? I can see. I can picture him in pajamas. I, you know what? So can I. Yeah, <laughs> and like checkered ones, and oh, that's so. Yeah. Oh, another yeah. thing about the checkered pajamas, um, they are what hospitals in public hospitals oh, here God. in Hong Kong, where um, if 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 our listeners are familiar with public hospitals or staying in one, um, you'll know that um, you've got checkered pajamas, and they're the mm-hmm. draw, the drawstring type as well. Very comfortable. Yeah. It's very true, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's true, of course. You know if someone's been admitted to a hospital, they send you a selfie and they're in checkered pajamas. Exactly. That's a hospital loungewear. Well, Cruz, thank you so much for your time this afternoon sharing pajamas. Did you have any PJ quotes to, to end on? Not really. I mean, a lot of very boring ones and people going, oh, if I could, I'd just spend my whole day in my pajamas. But if I'm being honest, I didn't want to share those because... Um, I don't think it sounds particularly healthy to hold in the pajamas every day. Hugh Hefner. Exactly. Um, I think you're right. During COVID, when people were working from home, um, they'd quickly switch the tops so that on the Zoom call, mm. they would be in a different um, outfit, but their bottoms were still perhaps pajamas. I think that's totally acceptable. Yeah. Um, um, acceptable. I do. And I think um, that's been, it's been a really interesting thing to see that there's been this, this rise in loungewear because of COVID lockdowns and people spending time at home. But anyway, I hope that everyone has a lovely restful Christmas or happy holiday period festive period and that there are many many um proud pajama wearing uh listeners out there exactly and christmas is sometimes a time you see on social media where families have matching pajamas oh yes that's so sweet i I didn't manage to get any this year but you know there's there's always next or or maybe i can head down to the one chai market to pick up some matching ones (laughs) yes well cruz thank you so much Mm -hmm. wishing you and your family a very happy holiday merry christmas to you and we'll chat again next week thank you so much for your time see you bye bye